Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right, we're going to be talking about delusional people, the people that are basically sold on their own story. Now, this is actually a, called delusional disorder, and it used to be called the paranoid disorder, but it's a type of serious mental illness. Uh, it's basically a psychosis in which a person cannot tell what is real from what is imagined. And so the main feature of that kind of a disorder, a delusional disorder, is the presence of what other than delusions, which are unshakable beliefs in something untrue. And people with delusional disorders experience non-bizarre delusions, which involve situations that could occur in real life, such as being followed, being poisoned, being deceived, being conspired against, conspiracy theories, or, or loved from a distance. And these delusions really uh, involve the misinterpretation of perceptions or even experiences. And in reality, however, the, the, the situations are either not true at all or they're highly exaggerated. So people with a delusional disorder often can continue to socialize and function very normally and, and apart from the subject of their delusion. And generally do not have a, a, an obviously odd or, or bizarre, uh, bizarre manner. And this, unlike people with other psychotic disorders who might also have delusions, is a symptom of the disorder. So this is the symptom, and it's the delusion, and it's when they get into topics like politics or they get into topics like war or topics like religion, what, things that they really deeply will emotionally attach to. Um, they can they can actually function in all other areas okay, but when it comes to this particular things that they've locked down these ideas and bought their own crap, they get lost in that delusion and that narrative, and all they do is try to collect information that reinforces their narrative, and that means they're using biased research rather than trying to understand the world as it is and all the other opinions of other people. They want to lock into a belief that gives them security in knowing where or where not people are weak or where the world is headed or where their life is headed. Whatever it is, they've got to lock into that and put faith in it and put meaning into it to make their life feel meaningful. And, and, you know, although delusions might be a symptom of more common disorders like schizophrenia, delusional disorder is 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 not rare, but it's out there. It's out there as a spectrum, meaning some people it's just very specific topics. Other people, it is a broad number of topics that they correlate and they relate to. And so um, there's also different types of a delusional disorder based on, you know, the main theme of the delusions. So, you know, the theme might be uh, erotomatic, which someone with this delusional disorder believes that another person, often someone important or famous, is in love with them. And, and the person might attempt to contact that the object of the delusion and stalk them, and that's not uncommon. 
also then we have the grandiose and a person with this type of delusional disorder has basically an overinflated sense of worth power knowledge or identity and they might believe that they have a great talent or has made an important discovery and then you have the jealous one and the jealous is a person with uh, that believes that his or her spouse or sexual partner is unfaithful and they so they lock in on that unfaithfulness and make that a part of their personality however what you have to understand is oftentimes the person that's really at risk is the person who's jealous because they're more likely to have the affair than the one that they're accusing. Also, we have the persecutory types. And people with this type of delusional disorder believe that they or someone close to them are being mistreated. And so, uh, or, or that someone is also spying on them or planning to harm them. And it's not uncommon for people with this type of delusional disorder to make repeated complaints to legal authorities about other people. Also, we have what's called a somatic. Uh, this is another delusional disorder. A person with this type believes that they have a physical defect or a medical problem, but there's no evidence of it. And so it's somatic, meaning it's created by their emotion. It's a pain created by their emotion. And then there's this mixed thing of delusions, and that people with this type have uh, two or more types of delusions that we've already talked about. And so, you know, with many other uh, uh, psychotic disorders, the exact cause of a delusional disorder isn't really known. However, looking at the, at, the, at the role of various genetic, biological, environmental, and psychological effects, you know, with the genetic affect, the, the fact that a delusional order, disorder is more common in people who have family members with delusional disorder because they rub off on each other. Or schizophrenia suggests there might be a genetic factor involved in it also. And it's believed that, as with other medical disorders, uh, mental disorders, a tendency to develop a delusional disorder might be passed on from parents to children because you were exposed to each other so much. And then we have the biological aspect. And, and the abnormalities of certain areas of the brain might be involved in the development of delusional disorders and an imbalance of certain chemicals in the brain, which are called neurotransmitters, and they also have been linked to the formation of delusional symptoms. So neurotransmitters are substances that help nerve cells in the brain send messages to each other. And an imbalance of these chemicals can interfere with the transmission of messages leading to symptoms. And those chemicals would be such as dopamine or serotonin, which are what we find in an antidepressant. Also, there's an environmental psychological aspect. And there's a lot of evidence that suggests that a delusional disorder can be triggered by stress. Alcohol and drug abuse might also contribute to the problem, but pe people who tend to be isolated, like immigrants or people with poor sight and hearing, appear to be more vulnerable developing a delusional disorder. So the presence of non-bizarre delusions is the most obvious symptom of the, prob of the problem of a delusional disorder. Also, uh, irritability, anger, low mood, and, you know, hallucinations like seeing or hearing or feeling things that are not really there that are related to the delusion. You know, for example, a person who believes that they have an odor problem may smell a bad odor. 
you know, uh, if symptoms are present, it's really important to go see a doctor of uh, uh, at least a medical doctor first for a mental or for a medical or physical exam. That's important. Also, if they find no reason, then they might refer you to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a healthcare professional who are specifically trained to diagnose and treat mental illnesses. Also, um, if they determine those symptoms point to a specific disorder, um, uh, which they may actually, you know, give you that. But the bottom line is with delusions, here's the problem. You know, if, as we go through life, we form these ideas, these narratives. And if they're negative or if they're what, whatever, whatever emotional attachment we have to them, we want to collect evidence to prove that we're right. And once we decide that we're going to prove that we're right, we look for information, we look for details in each other, in research, in wherever we can find it to prove our point. And then it becomes a part of our character, and then it dictates our outcome of our life because we throw ourselves so deeply into the delusion. And that's where we get off track as people. And all of us do that. All of us do that. And so some people do it pervasively, other people meaning that it dictates their life, and other people do it as just a part of who they are. And so we have to understand that that as a human being is part of what we do. We try to prove ourselves to be correct. That's why it's so important for each of us to hear each other's perception because we are oftentimes more right than we are wrong. That means that everybody's got something right in there, but they may not be all right. They may be partially right. And if we're able to listen for, you know, whether you are, you know, a, a, a perception that has some value to it, if we look at it from that perception, we are willing to hear everybody's point of view. You know, there's also uh, psychosocial treatments that help with this. And, and, and basically through therapy, patients can learn to control their symptoms and self-regulate and identify early warning of a relapse and develop a relapse prevention plan, which prevents them from going down the same avenue. You know, individual psychotherapy can help. Cognitive uh, behavioral therapy can help. Uh, uh, through patterns and behaviors that lead to troublesome feelings. But at the biggest point is to identify consciously that this is a problem in your life. That's a huge ingredient right there. There's also medications that can help, um, you know, and, and, and there's newer ones, you know, actually, which, which have been uh, Respiradol and Seroquel and, uh, and uh, Geodon, uh, also Zyprexa, have been very helpful in helping people with this kind of a disorder. So, you know, but the outlook uh, uh, for people with delusional disorder varies depending on the person. It's a spectrum. And so the type of uh, delusional disorder, the person's life circumstances, including availability of support and willingness to stick with treatment is very, very important. And unfortunately, many people that are delusional do not seek help. They live in their own delusion. And it's often difficult for people with a mental disorder to recognize that they're not well. They also might be too embarrassed and afraid to actually seek treatment. And so without treatment, delusional disorder can be lifelong illness. And, and living with people, you know, with people with delusional disorder might become depressed 
and often as a result, difficulties associated with the delusions. And so acting on delusions can lead to violence, legal problems. You know, for example, a a person with an er er erdomatic delusion may stalk or harass the object of their delusion, which can lead to arrest. And further, you know, people with disorder uh, can eventually become alienated from others, especially in their delusions interfere or damage their relationships. So it's really important to come to grips with all this. You know, delusions come from a whole lot of forms, but they all have one thing in common. The people affected by them can't be convinced that something they believe isn't true. Those unshakable beliefs are different from person to person and affect patterns of their lives. So delusions can be a symptom of a psychotic disorder, schizophrenia, or they can be the only mental health issue a person has. And when that's the case, it's called a delusional disorder. So with delusional disorder, the person has an untrue idea of an experience, a memory, believes that the delusion is especially important or meaningful. And so there's a lot of types of delusions. Uh, There's the mood or atmosphere. This involves an uncanny, strange feeling that the world around you is threatening or odd, which we all probably believe that currently. And also people who have this type of delusion feel tense and confused because they can't figure out what about their environment has changed, but they're convinced something is wrong. There's also the perception, and this type of delusion is about a person who's affected rather than by the outside world, um, but uh, you know the person believes is real. They put an unreal amount of importance in what they believe is real, and uh, this intense focus goes beyond what makes sense uh, rationally and emotionally because they're judging the outside world in an urgent and very personal way. Also, memory. You know, a person's delusion is an accurate uh, recollect, re, uh, recollection of something that happened in the past. And, and so many people have very fragile memory. And what they do is they piece everything together if they don't remember, especially if it's a traumatic memory. They're, they're not able to piece it all together so they will make it up and they will create their own memory. And there's also these ideas uh, which uh, involve complicated, very formal thoughts that come out of nowhere. And and also the awareness uh, parts or people with very uh, particular experience, they they don't hear, see, or feel it happening in the world around them. It's merely an intense, vivid idea. So there's there's a heightened sense of awareness that that they're looking for a certain idea, there's a certain thing to reinforce and they spend their whole life doing that. You know, there, there's also themes involved in delusions. You know, each person's personality, their family background, their cultural effect of the delusion. They're all a lot of different themes, like the persecution one. Uh, the, the, someone's trying to hurt you or work against you. The infidelity that we talked about before. You know, jealousy, possessiveness towards another person. Also, the love that, you know, the the obsessive love that takes over all other thoughts or an idea someone famous or unknown is in love with you. Many people get caught up in religion. Delusions of this kind aren't necessarily caused by zealous belief, but more by the environment in which a person lives. You know, for instance, you may um, 
form a religious uh, delusion around becoming a Catholic or a Protestant or a Methodist or whatever, and you may go down that path and fully vest yourself in that and begin to see the world through your religion. Also, guilt or unworthiness, and that's common with people with depression. Also, grandiose, when they feel that they, they or certain objects or certain circumstances are critically important, powerful, and valuable. You know, some people get that way about church, going to church. They get very grandiose about going to church. You know, also uh, uh, negation or nihilistic, which in involves intense feelings of emptiness. Then there's the somatic, where we have a false belief that we have a physical issue or, or a medical problem. You know, these are all categories, but it's important to understand what is the difference between hallucinations versus delusions. Symptoms of psychosis like uh, hallucinations and delusions overlap, and this means it can be easy to get them mixed up, although they, both symptoms of psychosis are part of an altered reality. The two sim symptoms have one major difference. One is sensory and one is cognitive. So knowing what the difference of the two can help di differentiate the symptoms when you come at it from a psychological perspective. And so hallucinations and delusions often group together when talked about various illnesses or conditions, but they're not the same. And so what, what, while both of them are part of a false reality, a hallucination is a sensory perception. And that means we may sense something is in the room, or we may sense someone's thinking this about us, or we may sense uh, someone uh, is doing something that they're not. And so also a delusion is a false belief, and that's different. That is completely cognitive. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for The Power of Young People to Change the World, hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about delusional people, people that have delusional disorders, people that are delusional People that just buy their own story and just cannot decide or cannot uh, hear anyone else's perspective. They're always collecting evidence to prove themselves to be correct. You know, illnesses or medical conditions really can, when we're talking about hallucinations, which are, are different than delusions, hallucinations are sensory perceptions. 
delusions are false beliefs. And, and what can cause both of these or all of this psychosis is things like Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, brain tumors, uh, certain forms of dementia like Alzheimer's disease, uh, people with alcohol or drug issues, uh, syphilis, HIV, some forms of epilepsy, stroke, substance abuse, or withdrawal, or knowing, you know, if we know the underlying causes of hallucinations and delusions, it's really important since an accurate diagnosis helps guide the treatment and guide what kind of medication is needed. You know, these, these hallucinations, once again, are sensory experiences that one perceives as real when they're actually not. And they can be caused by medications, by substance use, by certain medical or mental health conditions. I remember when I was younger, or not when I was too younger, but my dad had a heart attack and he had open heart surgery. And when he had that surgery, what was really interesting is the next day he came out of that with a lot of delusions. He believed he was negotiating an Indian treaty. Uh, he believed some kid was crawling up his wall. I mean, there was all kinds of hallucinations that he was having once he got out of surgery. Um, but, you know, uh, delusions can be almost about anything. Uh, but the most common uh, is uh, infidelity and and uh, grandeur and persecution, like we've talked about before, religion, uh, guilt, um, selfishness, you know, schizophrenia. Uh, which is basically uh, like a bipolar uh, uh, psychosis, you know, but the delusionist disorder can be a part of schizophrenia. And so we have to understand that there's other spectrums out there that do have aspects of a delusional disorder. Sometimes a delusion can be uh, involved in autism. Autism can be very uh, uh, distraught in regards to the fact that they lock into a certain delusion and they just keep reinforcing it. You know, hearing voices is a hallucination. Uh, and this is because hearing voices is a sensory experience that isn't real. Delusions are beliefs, not experiences. So hearing voices would not be a delusion. A delusion would be something believing that a person wants to hurt them, not simply hearing a voice. You know, in schizophrenia, an individual appears to have lost touch with reality. It's often diagnosed after a psychotic episode, which can, which can include hallucinations and delusions. And, 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 and while these often symptoms of schizophrenia or hallucinations or delusions present with other symptoms like a flat affect, meaning you're kind of like Eeyore, or difficulty with everyday functioning, or problems with thinking and memory, that all can be a part of a hallucination or a delusion. Now, there's also the difference between an illusion and a delusion. Though illusion and delusion can be thought of as synonyms, they actually have different meaning. Illusion pertains to an unreal vision. Delusion can be said to be a false belief. So an illusion can be termed as a misleading perception. You know, you will be seeing something, but the fact is that you see it in a different perspective than what it was meant to be. So an illusion means misjudgment, uh, misjudging the length, direction, or shape of objects that are seen. Illusion is something related to the vision that one sees but misinterprets. So a delusion on the other hand is a false belief, like I believe in UFOs, 
a uh, and not that this isn't true, but I mean the the idea is an illusion can be I seeing I saw a UFO. You know, it's just a different thing here. You know, illusions can be termed as a perceptual disturbance. A delusion can be called a belief disturbance. Illusion is something that is caused by the outside influence, but delusion is caused by one's feelings. And so illusion happens when you're flooded by your vision, but a delusion happens when you become a fool of yourself because of your own beliefs that you lock into and determine that you are absolutely correct. You know, while illusion can be turned to be external, delusion can be called internal. It's very important to understand the differences. Delusion is a fixed belief, which we can either be false or fanciful. An illusion is only a distortion of the senses. While illusion is a physical phenomenon, delusion pertains to a mental phenomenon. You know, illusion is something that you and everyone know is just an illusion and not true. For example... You and the magician know the tricks are illusions. In delusion, people think that what they see or hear is absolutely real, despite someone contradicting it. And so illusion and delusion come from Latin words. Illusion comes from ludre, which means uh, to play, and delusion comes from deludre, which means to play falsely. So in summary, if we think about this, Illusion pertains to an unreal vision. Delusion can be said to be a false belief. Illusion can be said uh, that you know that, that, that can be said that one that fools the mind. Delusion is something that one perceives to be the truth. Uh, illusion pertains to the mind, and the delusion plain, uh, pertains to a belief. Illusion can be something termed as a perceptual disturbance. A delusion can be called a belief disturbance. And so illusion is something that is caused by the outside influence, whereas a delusion can be caused by your own feelings. Very, very important. You know, delusional disorder is a mental illness in which is very long-standing, a lot of strange beliefs, and, and uh, you know, it, it's usually, if it's a disorder, it's a dominant pervasive problem. And when you have to live with people with delusions, it's crazy because they lock in like a conspiracy theorist. They will just lock in on this stuff and try to prove themselves right no matter what, no matter what everybody else is wrong that doesn't agree with them. They're looking for loyalty rather than being, uh, you know, understanding that, that another person may have a different opinion. And so it's crazy making to have to live with people with delusions. You know, some can make the, the person affected feel like they're being persecuted or can cause anxiety that they have illness or disease that they don't have. You know, some people can have delusions of grandeur so that they feel like they occupy a high position or are becoming famous. And delusions can also involve jealousy of others, involve strange beliefs about their bodies or other people's bodies. You know, uh, they may even have uh, perceive a... Uh, a, a bodily defect. You know, delusional disorder is, is really difficult to treat. Antipsychotic drugs, antidepressants, mood stabilizing medications are usually involved in the treatment of this kind of a mental illness. And there's growing interest in psychological therapies such as psychotherapy and cognitive behavioral therapy to treat it because cognitive behavioral therapy challenges your perceptions.
The other thing is, is that uh, uh, psychotherapy is a long-term form of therapy that tries to anal uh, uh, analyze your thoughts. And so it's important to understand that this can be uh, uh, a very, very important thing to take on. You know, um, it's really important to review uh, the, the, the effectiveness of different treatments and it's really understanding what treatment is best for this kind of person. And what's really important is you don't just choose any kind of a therapist or psychologist for this kind of a disorder. A delusional disorder is very serious, and it really should be t treated by somebody who actually has taken the time to specialize in a delusional disorder and help understand how to treat it. Somebody who's good at schizophrenia, for example, would be a great fit for a person with a delusional disorder. And so, you know, we have to look at how can we fix it? Well, you know, if people are going to form thoughts and believe those thoughts, then what we have to understand is it's quite possible that uh, that person may discover a vulnerability or an, or an idea that maybe they are wrong if they are challenged in an atmosphere of working with a professional who can assist them to see what is right. You know, some people just refuse to believe anything but what they believe, unfortunately. And that stubbornness can cause them to lock in on things that are hurtful for them. You know, delusions are fixed, and these false personal beliefs are resistant to change. Just like an alcoholic, they're going to defend their, their, their addiction. They will defend it, and they will defend it looking at every other argument there is about what they're what they're doing and so what they're thinking you know they're going to be so convinced that they're going to fight anyone who they believe has an irrational belief about what they believe you know these beliefs are obsessive and they're caused by emotional distress and that's the aspect that we have to really understand from a therapy perspective this emotional distress that causes a delusional disorder, emotional distress would be something like a divorce, would be something like a breakup, would be something like the death of someone. It could be it's it could be something very traumatic, like a car accident. It, people will read into things that are very very scary, and they will come to conclusions that also can be very 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 scary. You know, the delusional be belief is something very important for those who hold them. That's why they, they're they blind to counter evidence because they do not want to change their belief. They want to feel that they have a locked down, really not vulnerable view of the world. You know, and, and when they're passionate about superiority out of, of a, a particular candidate, or let's say in politics, they, we, we tend to stick to the belief despite mounting counter evidence and arguments that that person may not be what you thought they would be. You know, but delusions exist on a continuum with irrational beliefs, and even some otherwise rational people appear to believe bizarre things that are not true. And to some degree, we're all sensitive to being watched, talked about, deceived, you know, we all have some degree of trust issues in this life, but delusions are this intangible, inviewable thoughts that we discover in people, 
as we unravel relationships with them that we discover are not true. I've actually seen people believe that they were holding uh, or or responsible as like an FBI agent for a whole lot of uh, uh, information that nobody else had and that they were unjustly fired or whatever, but they believed that they were doing all the right things and that, you know, they'd formed a belief around their work that how how incredible their work is supposed to be and how secretive it's supposed to be and how special it's supposed to be and and so they make themselves into this grandiose person and then they discover then what happens is maybe a spouse or another person will discover that this person isn't what they represented whatsoever there's a lot of people that have committed fraud on other people who absolutely believe that they are uh doing the right thing for someone else when they're actually doing the most destructive thing for for another person. You know, uh, if you look at the insurance industry and you look at these commercials about people really believing in their insurance, but do they really understand is the insurance effective for the people you're trying to sell it to or are they just living in a delusion? You know, the problem is, is that with irrational beliefs, uh, some rational peer uh, people appear to believe bizarre things. And to some degree, we're all sensitive like that. And we have to understand that the general population, which is 10 to 15%, regularly experience paranoid thoughts involving suspicion, mistrust of other people. And in, in order to explain any delusion, we need to answer two questions. And that is, what is it that brought the delusional idea? to mind in the first place. And the other one is, why is the idea not rejected when so much evidence against it, its truth is available to the person? Very important questions to ask. You know, decision-making can provide some insights into the, the, the theory of delusional belief. We have to understand that we have meaning to thought. That means that each of us have beliefs, thoughts, different meanings to different things that we talk about. But to decide on what becomes a part of our character should fall back on logic. What's really important to understand is delusional people fall back on emotion. And all emotional decisions in life should always be analyzed and should be reanalyzed because if you're going to make an emotional choice, It's going to be very, very difficult to stay with that choice simply because we are have a grandiose belief that the choice is correct. And so some people will make an emotional decision and then defend, defend, defend it no matter what. They will defend that decision based on their emotion and their pride, even though they know they're incorrect. The people that make decisions based on logic. Oftentimes, when we make those kind of decisions, we're not second-guessing each other. We're not second-guessing ourselves. We know that we're doing something that's going to be helpful and productive as much as possible. Not that we have all the answers. Not that what we're doing is absolutely correct. But if we're making logical choices, we're making a direction in life that has a little more certainty and it hedges more bets than it does when we make an emotional decision. Now, you know, the delusional reasoning can be described by an over-reliance on instinctive, rapid, and non-reflective thinking, and an under-reliance on analytical thinking, which is deliberate 
productive and effortful. People with delusions are prone to making snap judgments and may form decisions quickly on the basis of little evidence. So they jump to conclusions because they crave a decision to a solution to the task. And maybe it's just impatience is why people do that. We don't know. But, you know, the intact mind is responsible for belief, evaluation, and formation. And, and the intact mind is not in the form of delusion. It's in a form of analysis and trying to find what is best. And that means that there is a willingness to take in other information from sources uh, other than us that we may uh, believe have more, more merit than what we can actually think of. Why do we have to reinvent the wheel over and over and over again? All right, we're going to take another break. We're going to come back and talk about this delusional disorder and what to do about it. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, Please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about delusional people. Yes, yes, delusional people. You know, these folks have strong, unreasonable beliefs that are often out of touch with reality, and that's how we know that they're delusional. 
you know, it can be a symptom of schizophrenia. It can be schizoaffective disorder, which is kind of like schizophrenia. It's a postnatal psychosis uh, can happen. Also severe depression, bipolar. You know, to get to, get to the nitty gritty uh, of what delusions are, it helps to break it down. And delusional thinking is, is one side of psychosis. The other side is hallucinations, hearing, seeing, uh, feeling things that, that, that aren't really there. And, and, you know, there's also paranoid delusions and delusions of grandeur. But the most dangerous oftentimes is the paranoid delusions, like someone no force is out to get you. Someone's watching your every move. Or you may believe that the government is spying on you or, uh, you know, feeling invincible, all-powerful. You know, people have described believing they are God. And oftentimes this happens, that the Satan-God thing comes into delusional thinking. You know, they're also uh, the, the only person that can stop something from happening. You know, many people uh, uh, have experienced delusions. You know, if you've lived around people that are bipolar or during a manic episode, you, you may hear voices or how, have outlandish thoughts. If you experience that with other people in your life, it may rub off. You know, these beliefs can seem outlandish and totally unbelievable, but it's difficult to understand how somebody who is usually level-headed could suddenly be so detached from the real world. But it's topic by topic by topic that makes people delusional. You know, not everybody is delusional on every topic. You know, this is why it's important to clarify. Delusions can't be changed uh, changed with facts. The person experiencing them is the it, the fact is they believe the sky is whatever they believe. So what we have to change is their their meaning to that person and their their understanding to that person as to how important what their belief is. And this is why it can be helpful to recognize behavioral changes as a sign. We also have to know that delusional disorder is the main ingredient that involves people getting involved in cults and, uh, and negative groups and feminism and masculinism and Nazism and all this stuff. It all requires delusional thinking. And that's because all people have access to the delusional thinking because each of us has our own perceptions of the truth and our own attachment to what we believe is the truth. You know, it, it isn't just an opinion uh, that's different. You know, people here uh, describing someone as they disagree as delusional. It's typically a throwaway phrase that people use in arguments without thinking about the repercussions. But using it this way insinuates that those who experience delusions are deceitful in the wrong. Bad people instead try to use inaccurate or false or unbelievable or maybe part of what you're saying is true, but part of it may not be. You know, delusions don't automatically make someone dangerous. People who experience delusions are far more likely to be a danger to themselves than other people. In fact, delusional thinking can make people extremely vulnerable. They, it may cause them to be physically uh, uh, hurt. Or, or people experiencing delusions often take advantage of or find, find themselves in dangerous situations. They can't rely on, on keeping themselves safe in daily life because their view of the world is temporarily skewed. And it's not an isolated symptom. They're, they're a symptom of a wider illness oftentimes that someone has been diagnosed with. And may, one may personally experience delusional thinking once in their life. 
or the mother might have numerous instances where they become unwell. You know, people with delusions are not a lost cause. They don't need to be constantly hospitalized. They can often be treated out as outpatient with the right diagnosis. What is helpful is if they will admit the fact that they have the disorder. You know, delusional thinking is really complex. It's a psychological difficulty and often part of a severe mental illness. And it can be just the beginning of what may be something that is going to get worse and worse and worse. And so if we believe that someone we love is experiencing delusions, it's important that they begin to seek help right away. You know, if you experience delusions personally, you might not realize that you're unwell as it's happening. And it's therefore important to plan when, when you might become uh, 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 become poor in the future in your thinking and delusional. Make sure loved ones are aware of the signs and the symptoms. How to get in touch with medical professions if they're concerned for your welfare. It also might be helpful to carry a crisis card you know, or something that can track you like GPS in, in your phone. You know, someone experiencing delusional thinking can uh, won't usually ask for help because that what they believe in their words or actions will all seem completely natural to them and true. And they might instead express to you that they're frightened and anxious. You know, it might, for example, be that they feel like they can't go outside because they're being spied on. And this is where you can help be practical with them. You know, ask them if they need groceries, ask them if they're eating or getting enough sleep. Because if they won't go outdoors, that means they're probably not likely to get their groceries unless they have them delivered. And so, you know, we want to worry about all aspects of a delusional person's life rather than just focus on the delusions themselves. And so usually a person who experiences delusions will already have some kind of other mental illness. You know, they may have a crisis plan in place, and we want to find out what is that. Because that's an important thing to have when you truly are in a pervasive mental illness like delusional uh, a diagnosis or a delusional disorder. And, and you have to remember, it's, it's a fixed false belief. It's, it's based on inaccurate interpretation of an external reality despite evidence to the contrary. And so it's got uh, bizarre uh, things like, you know – unrelated, uh, normal life, you know, something uh, that's unrelated to living as a normal person. Uh, they may have uh, sexual ideals that are different. They may have, you know, jealousy that's different, uh, persecutory, grandiose, as we talked about, somatic, you know, broadcasting their thoughts, you know, the, the, like uh, we project or, or perceive by others. A lot of people do this. They do projecting. They get angry at something that they actually do, but they will project it on the person that they love as if the, the who they loved is doing it. And so sadly, many people are delusional in that way, where they will characterize other people as what they believe in themselves. And that can be very sad, and a lot of people don't understand when people are doing that. But when you can differentiate that and understand it, you have a better sense of understanding that the person is venting rather than trying to characterize you. They're venting to themselves about what they hate about themselves. You know, that a delusion is called a, also a thought insertion, and, and this is – inserted into your mind by an external source or an entity where you get an idea based on another person and then you begin thinking down that idea and going down that path 
And sometimes that can lead our life into very, very strange places. And, uh, you know, looking at delusional disorder itself as a disorder, it's rare. But as it is in people, it's in all of us. And so if we're going to go into substance abuse, medical conditions, neurological conditions, all of those can cause delusions. But the delusional disorder is not the diagnosis. It, it, really what a delusional disorder involves is the limbic system and basal ganglia and, and those interacting uh, choreal functioning. Now, I know I'm going into more uh, neurological aspect, but basically it's triggered oftentimes by trauma or traumatic events or something that we take in that we cannot define, we cannot get to the why, and so we fill in enough blanks to give ourselves the why. You know, hypersensitive people, you know, eco-defense mechanisms like uh, reaction formation and, and projection and denial are, are some uh, areas where delusional disorder loves to play. So what is a hypersensitive person? Well, hypersensitive people are people who are very uh, overly empathetic or compassionate, and they read into people's feelings. Also, eco-defense is someone who is actually defensive. They place a persona, and anything that doesn't relate to the persona, they will deflect. And so they use lies and deceit to try to protect themselves, to keep the image that they want to keep of themselves forward in other people's view of them. Also, uh, you know, immigrants, language barriers, uh, deafness, visually impaired people, uh, elderly, special populations, delusions are seen very much in those areas of life. And, and we really need to understand that we have to have empathy for it because for them – it is very, very real. You know, we have to look also at the at the the pathology of this. You know, global functioning is more or less preserved as compared to other disorders. Impaired can be significant in your occupation. Also, social isolation can cause enormous amounts of delusion. Also, a unique finding is uh, normal psychological functioning appearance. Uh, if 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 we don't discuss specific uh, delusions and categories of delusions, we don't really understand what a delusion is in play. But it's very important to understand that these jealous or persecutory or sexual or somatic uh, symptoms are big, grandiose, uh, narcissistic. Um, these are these are big ingredients to what makes us identify a delusion as a disorder. And the quick, quick, quicker we're to identify it, the better off we're going to be because we're going to have a chance to treat it. And so, you know, although there's no set of labs required for a delusion as a disorder, much like other psychotic disorders or psychiatric disorders, you know, some imaging or laboratory tests can be considered to rule out organic causes. There's also MRIs and, and other uh, uh, spec scans and CAT scans and stuff like that of the brain that can also tell us that maybe we have a bit of a uh, delusional disorder. But, you know, a, a, a clinician would need to begin to understand that, hey, this dude's having some really weird thoughts, don't know what's going on. And if you love that person, hopefully you're going to put forward the idea that they need to begin finding a way to treat this person before they go off course, before they start walking out in the middle of the road uh, with heavy traffic, believing that they're going to be just fine. You know, and there's other diagnoses that correlate 
to this uh, to a delusional disorder. One of them is the obsessive compulsive disorder, where they remain convicted that their obsessions or compulsions are true convictions and should be given uh, the diagnosis uh, with, with uh, of obsessive compulsive disorder. Also, schizophreniform and schizophrenia, and that those are differentiated from delusional disorder because they include the delusional uh, disorder. Also delirium, and that can mimic a uh, delusional disorder, but it's, it's distinguished based on the chronology of the symptoms and when they began. Also depression and bipolar manifest delusional disorders. And so it, it can be diagnosed when a span of delusion exceeds the total duration of the mood symptoms. So if the mood symptoms are there, of a depression or a bipolar, and we find mania in there, and we find delusions in there, that can come with them. And so it's very understand, you gotta understand that it's a very thick formula that puts all this stuff together. But delusional disorder can be very, very hurtful when a person is trying to live their life. And especially these days, now that we have social media, we have lying media, we have a terrible government, we have, we have uh, uh, just so much, so much onslaught of information that's not fact-checked. And people can go out there and grab any kind of information to reinforce their delusions. And we have... Un, 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 sadly, a lot more delusional people in this world than we used to have simply because their exposure and their tools to grab onto information to reinforce their thoughts. And sadly, a lot of people are emotionally disturbed because they've been locked away during COVID. And that doesn't help because now they live in their own delusion of what people are, their own delusion of what a mask will do, their own delusion of what a thought a shot will do, their own delusion of, of being in public will do. And sadly, people will just reinforce and reinforce their perspective no matter what. All right, that's our show. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I love hearing from you. And you can do that at voiceamerica.com, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You know, when all else fails, there's always delusion. <laughs> also, people need delusions to avoid things they cannot accept about themselves. And if there were no drug users, there'd be no appetite for drugs. <laughs> that's Joe Biden, by the way. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 